0: mm <music> Big Show, Gordon
1: Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5 and 12.80. The Zone will have dropped the day coming up 5.30. Also known as Sounds of Various Clips. Austin's list at 5.50. But right now, let's get out to the Zone phone. Joining us now, of course, making his weekly appearance on the show, television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler?
2: Hey, hey, Gordo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: How are you, Bowler? <laughs> Things good?
2: Yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I know this year is weird and you don't get a chance to travel, and I'm sure you miss it, but you got to miss it when you don't get to go to New Orleans, man. That's one of the
2: great cities in this country. Oh, such a great spot to have some oysters and crawfish and all of the above. <laughs> i got a buddy of mine from college who just moved down there, and uh, he's always um, – doing up you know the oyster feast and I uh, miss that, but maybe maybe next year, right? That's what I'm hoping. so we'll see.
3: So Bullard, i Lord, gotta ask you about last night's game. I mean, it was really kind of one of those situations where the jazz didn't come out with a whole lot of steam. and then that third quarter they allowed uh, the intensity to switch over to the the pelicans uh almost exclusively and uh, then they charged back at the end try to make a game of it and fell short what what's uh, what lessons are learned from what you saw
2: well i'll be honest i thought the jazz from the get-go looked, you know a big sluggish but the second quarter was you know pretty impressive you put 41 up on the board to lead by five at the break and then as you said it was a total, pardon me, flip in the third. And I thought, wow, you know, road trip, third game, and what, four nights, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you, you just run out of gas. But then they made a couple of stops, and then you could see the energy, the adrenaline start to re, you know, kind of resurface. And it was an incredible, you know, run back at the Pelicans. And I'm going to say this straight up. Look, we beat them twice in Salt Lake City. Um, you know, on a back-to-back with a day off in between by 16 and 11. This is a much better team uh, than what we saw, you know, six weeks ago. And I was more and more impressed with the combination of Ingram and Williamson. Uh, They scored, you know, a combined 52 last night. And Zion is a special type player, man. Uh, He, as big as he is, he's got incredible feet. Uh, and, of course, Jake, as you guys talked last night, um, <laughs> you know, he's quicker than I thought. And he can feel pressure and roll left or right. And he's just a, a really good player. And he's got a great compliment uh, in Brandon Ingram, by the way. And Lonzo Ball surprised me even more last night on his, his improvement um, from what we saw just a few months ago and even from last year. So this is a team that's going to be around. I mean they're young and you know they they've got they have talent and they've got a new coach in Stan Van Gundy and I think you just got to put a watch out for the Pelicans uh, label on them. Their record doesn't indicate I think the potential and where they where they may end up. They could be easily a playoff team uh, by the end of the season but uh, of course we'll wait and see. But I was proud of what the Jazz did. They fought it. I thought there was just that, you know, momentary thought what they're gonna pull this thing off from seventeen down. But, you know, teams that are at the hierarchy of the league, which the Jazz still are at twenty seven and eight, is that, you know, I like the fact they didn't quit. And that's the one thing I can't I you know, really a couple things I just mentioned, but that's really the most solid fact that comes out of that game, is that they still show they have the ability uh, and the grit uh, to say, okay, uh, we're down but not out, and they nearly, nearly had a chance to pull it off. Now, what happens tomorrow night in Philadelphia? Who wants to go to to the All Star break the quickest? Right, is it Philly or is it the, is it Utah? Uh, we'll find out in about you know twenty four hours time. You know, on
1: that note, Bowler, um, Gordon and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I think the All-Star break could be coming at a really, really good time for this Jazz team because, uh-huh. you know, we've heard Coach Snyder and the players talk about the the focus and the energy it takes to, to really play to their capacity. And I thought that's what was lacking last night, and it uh, mainly on the defensive side of the ball. But when they buckled down and started trying at the end of the game we saw the result right i I thought they lacked a little bit of that and maybe you know we'll see what happens tomorrow night at philly but maybe a little rest might be a good thing for this team coming off the run that they just went on
2: that's a good point you and tim made that comment a couple times uh while i was driving and i thought yeah you know it's it's true but you also the compliment of of you know again the overuse of grit but it's true you have to dig your heels in, whatever cliche you want to use, but it you know it comes into play last night because the Jazz really did show, I think, a lot of people that look, you know, they, that third quarter was was not you, know, you go from a five-point lead to an 11-point deficit, then you trail by 17, but you still are making a point, and great teams do that. You're not winning every game, let's be honest. There's no 82 or 72-game winning streak. Uh, you know, teams have tried, but I also want to throw this out that a little, you know, whenever you run into challenges and everything doesn't go quite your way, what does it to do? Good teams will be motivated. And I think that's where the Jazz are, as, as Jake just said, heading into the All-Star break with two All-Stars and a head coach that will be in Atlanta, you know, coaching the Western, you know, conference All-Stars, which is a great honor for this franchise and for Quinn. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think it maybe Jake, you're right, that they're learning another lesson that – what was the word that was used by Donovan or by the, by the reporters last night? Hunted, yeah. being the hunter or being hunted. Right. And that was another intriguing, you know, thought because the stress and pressure of always having that bullseye on your back, now the Jazz feel it instead of being out there chasing that particular, you know, beast – they actually are being chased and hunted, so and that can be a very something you have to get used to and learn. And all it does is make you mentally tougher, which I think again will help in the second half of this season. And also, the the, the losing two out of three, and no telling what happens tomorrow night. But also this road trip may you get away from it, but it also tells you that we haven't, uh, you know. Uh, we we haven't found all the answers, and the motivation to come back may really be this trip may help them in the long run.
3: I, I want to ask you about that, Bowler, because the Jazz have only lost two games. One time have they lost games back-to-back. Right. And so how important is this game against Philly? Obviously a team that is at the top of the Eastern Conference from a from a mindset standpoint.
2: I think it, it looms large. And again, I'm using post game. I, you know, we don't get much player, you know, interaction like we used to with shoot arounds and, and on the road practices and just walk into the bus discussions about things. So what I'm getting is I, I really do, I stay and then I, I, I bolt and get in the car and uh, Jake and Tim do their thing. And, you know, they're, they're starting to peel in a lot of the, the post game comments, but, Uh, I I think, you know, this game sends the Jazz off on a good note to Atlanta, Rudy, and Donovan, and Quinn, but also the road trip as a whole, I think, has been uh, another process of learning. And what Quinn always says, we really are just still in the process of, of really getting better every game. I didn't sense... Jake, that any of the guys that were on post game last night, they were not satisfied with the comeback. They were disappointed the way they played and should have and and I think I'm speaking uh, in a fairly confident quote here that they all felt like they could have they should have won the game. I mean that's they, they feel they're the better team. And I like that I like that. But again, someone says, well, then prove it. okay. But in the world that we live in in basketball, uh, there are some really good basketball teams and great players out there. And I think we saw the potential of what the, the Pelicans are going to be. And uh, that that front court, that, that, those two bigs and Brandon Ingram uh, and Zion, uh, they complement each other very well. I was impressed.
1: I know you uh, talked a little bit about Zion, but let's circle back around to to him, Bowler, because he is an automatic mismatch for any team, and this league is, is so much about athletic uniqueness. And did you ever think we'd see a player that big? I mean, 6'6", 280, which is just amazing. But you mentioned it before him, mean, he's so light on his feet, he's so athletic. If he learns to pass and shoot bowler, he's gonna be the best team in the league.
2: Or the best well, player in the league, excuse me. He he could have M V P stamped on his head in another year or two, honestly. I, I'm not and I'm not trying to reach out here, but what I saw last night and the growth in a short period of time. He's twenty, by the way. Fans need to realize that. And you know, he was injured, uh, blew out the tennis shoe, you know, I was that was an incredible feat. You know, no pun intended, but blowing out a shoe—come on, how many guys do that? But he, the one thing I'm concerned about, honestly, is look—he's big, and the wear and tear on on knees and ankles, and multiple you know turns and a pivot here, a pivot there, can really interfere with with the progress of a big, as we all know. Uh, and you know, look at Derrick Rose. There's a. There was a terrific guard who's quick as a quick as a whip, but then ACL takes a guy down like that. Brandon Roy comes to mind. Look, it happens, but you know I hope for the best. This guy really is an, is an intriguing player, in my opinion. And uh, Jake, what I saw last night was like a a big man that was like Fred Astaire. Yeah. I mean, I mean, good. I mean, incredible feat. But what I, I think he's also a pretty quick study because. I watched him go up against double teams. They tried four different defenders on him. Niang won, Rudy one, Derek won, Royce won. But he felt he feels pressure really good in the sense of rotating, you know, he's a left handed guy, but he's able to rotate off shoulders and feels pressure and then he just attacks. His first step is really impressive. And he also can run the floor and what Van Gundy told us last night, they plan to use him much more in the second half of the season with the ball in his hands coming into the you know into the front court and surveying what's happening and then making a move that's kind of a scary thought too i'm going to i the natural tendency gordo would you would you bail on a 284 guy coming at you full speed he's quick he's quick i don't well. know if i want to stand there and just be punished you know by <laughs> taking a charge but I think you know. Again, last night, teams are going to have trouble with him, uh, and not just the Jazz. I'm talking about the NBA. I mean, LeBron brought trouble, right? Uh, but this is even a bigger, uh, a bigger uh, type of prototype of a player. We really, uh, Jake, have we seen? No, I don't uh-huh. think. I mean, Barkley was big, but what six four? But this is a totally different look of a guy with speed and size. And uh, I know, you know. I guess I'm, he's fresh in my mind after last night. Uh, you know, the Jazz have multiple players with a great skill set as well, but this one is out there. This one's different.
3: He uh, Bowler he cuts big guys in half. You know, and it's almost yeah. like they, you know, they're coming at. Uh, he goes at a big man. Uh, at an area that a big man isn't used to being cut to half at, you know. I mean, True. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting to watch, and then the quick spin moves and whatnot. Aside from him, what were what was the Jazz's problem with uh, allowing points in the paint last night? You figure?
2: Well, I think that there was that. There was too much space, again, and the Jazz always talk about, you know, spacing both on the offense and defensive side. So, again, you have to know your personnel. And, you know, Jake and Gordo, I think the Jazz got themselves in a lot of tough situations on missed shots, long rebounds, kick, and all of a sudden you're in that panic, uh, get back on defense mode, your head's turned, your, your feet are sideways. And then all of a sudden, the lanes just kind of open up. And when you're running, as we always say, downhill, that's what I saw multiple times last night. It was like just rolling a bowling ball down a wide open alley and they just take it right to the rim. The Jazz got caught multiple times last night. And in, uh, in, in transition D off miss shots was a real issue, in my opinion, last night. I thought there was confidence that was growing throughout the night. And then... If you really go back to the fourth quarter, I saw a younger team almost go, uh uh-oh, to themselves and lose the confidence against the Jazz. And Utah picked up saying, hey, look, we know who we are. And that's where the turn came and the run came and where the basketball became even higher level last night. But, uh, again, another minute on the clock, no telling what would have happened. But the Jazz probably would have had a chance to – either win it tie it or you know get it into overtime but i was still impressed and again it's not like oh you're sitting there giving them a, a pass but i was i was glad they didn't quit and i think donovan would agree and the way he's talked uh, jake of late is that you know there no night do you just have the old boy we really played hard routine no this team now 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 they are focused on one thing, and that is to win. And they're not satisfied with feel-good efforts. And I think that's that next step you have to take to, to go from good to great.
1: Bowler, I know you aren't some sort of uh, wizard uh, you know, predicting the future and all, but if you had to bet on it, would you bet the Jazz finished with the number one seed in the West?
2: I don't see why they wouldn't, Jake, unless, unless – the NBA gods come down, and, and, and hopefully it hasn't happened in the first half. This team has been incredibly healthy. Look, you had two games missed concussion protocol when Donovan got got a high, hard one. And then, you you know, you may have to deal with Conley more than once. Uh, you know, Conley's 30, 34, uh, going on 34, right? 33, I'm sorry. I don't want to misquote. Uh, but, you know, 14 years is my point in the league. So, yeah, you have to be a little more careful with guys – with miles on those legs and you know you may have another flare up along the way but the beauty of this team is you have players that jump in joe Ingles is 9 and 0 as a starter right and he was negated last night fewer minutes and joe's going to have to figure this out as will the jazz on how to utilize him even more jake and gordon off the bench in my book joe's too valuable in my opinion not to be on the floor uh, and there's a lot of guys that deserve those minutes, and there's a lot of weapons out there. Uh, and I think also to to Quinn's credit, he's trying to not overuse him uh, because again, he's at thirty three. And so but God, it's an amazing thing how well he is connected with Rudy and saves, and how confident he, he is with that three point shot. But to get to your question, I'm not dodging it. I think absolutely the Jazz can be the number one seed. That would be the the most ideal spot, not having to deal with the Clippers or the Lakers um, until you know a Western Conference Final, right? I mean, that's where you want the opportunity to be. Um, What's AD status? We don't know. Um, And can LeBron play the mega minutes that he's been going at? You know, at his age. I mean you know, he he has a way of beating father time, but I can tell he, he picks and chooses his places when to kind of turn it on and turn it off and rest. And that's a smart player. It's, you know, it's helped prolong his career, but the jazz, I don't, they have, they can win at the rim from three mid range Clarkson, man. I don't count him out any night, any place. I, I've just been so intrigued by the way he plays and still within the team concept and how they accept his played guys, because a lot of teams would say, hey, man, ball hog, you know, I want my touches, but this team doesn't go there. They, they encourage Clarkson to, to put the shot up. And how many guys in the NBA, by the way, uh, have a string of 61 straight games with a three-pointer made? Uh, that's, that's outrageous in my book. But maybe well, that, not as much in the world we live in today from the three-point, uh, from the three-point
3: line. Two points uh, I wanted to run by. Uh, the first one is LeBron is the only Laker to have started every game this season. So yeah. I mean, he's people wondered Terrible. whether he was going to do that uh, after the you know the late bubble and all that stuff in the championship. Uh, the other thing is. How many more credit card jump shots do you think we'll see from uh, Rudy Gobert <laughs> from uh, 19, 20 feet, whatever that was?
2: i got to be honest. I, I haven't gone back to listen. I must have sounded like a, a kid in a candy store, you know, last night. I was stunned that he took the open. Well, you know, we were in the truck. That the, the, the challenge was had he hit one longer, and Matt asked that question, and they said, yeah, yeah this, is, this is the second Time he said a twenty footer. Matt believed it was twenty point two inches, and so <laughs> he was going to give him the, the longest uh, shot of his career. But you know what, Jake? I don't know what you saw, Gordo, but you know, I, I looked at the replay multiple times, and I thought it was a confident, really good-looking jump shot. Uh, that that, and I was expecting him to be like wowed by it. He was cool as a cat. You know, after he knocked it down, he just kind of turned and said, yeah, see? And I've watched him hit those shots in practice. I've watched him. And that was the first time I've ever seen the the most comfortable Rudy Gobert just stare at the rim and take it. And no hesitation, by the way. None. Maybe more to come. And if so, you imagine a big like that who can step out for the Utah Jazz and actually – Open more space down in the paint, you know, for drives. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, I don't know if it's going to be an every night occasion, but last night I was just went, wow, Gobert, outside jumper from twenty. It was, it was fun, fun to watch. I thought he'd be doing a little dance or he'd be blowing kisses to the crowd. And there was no crowd there last night, so I don't know what he was. I, I didn't know what he was going to do, but he was cool, man. He was a, he, you know, put a pair of sunglasses on him down the court. That's kind of the way I felt like he felt, right.
1: <laughs> well, Bowler, thank you for jumping on with us. We uh, we appreciate
2: you. Absolutely, guys, appreciate you, uh, Gordo. Are you said with a pair of sunglasses on right now, just looking, feeling cool. <laughs> no, but
3: I do have my feet up. Only oh,
2: you do a pair of sunglasses. Only, Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a pair of sunglasses, some tidy whities and an open bathrobe, Bowler. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, that is just a bad look right now in my mind. i got to blank. i got to get that out of my <laughs> head. got to right go. <laughs> else. Oh, please. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a naked man.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Bowler. Sorry about <laughs> All that. All right. We'll see you soon. Take- <laughs> see you, Bowler.
1: There you go. The great Craig Bowler Jack jumps on with us uh, at very least once a week, and we always look forward to it.
3: Why always the tidy whiteys with the uh, with the open bathrobe? Jake? <laughs> yes, that, Why? That they, they
1: just it 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 seems to per- personify your personality. Like if it's just <laughs> oh, you what? alone in a room at home doing the show, it just it feels like you're a you're an open bathrobe, tidy whitey kind of guy.
3: Yeah, just set them down right there. Thanks, I appreciate the drinks. Oh, sorry, my butler just came.
1: Yeah, <laughs> butling butterling as usual all right stay tuned we'll have uh, sounds various clips coming up next 97.5 and 1280 the
3: zone if you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, of various uh, clips then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now but that is definitely appointment radio isn't it
1: Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12 of the Zones. Time for Sounds of Various Clips, also known as Drop of the Day, just not to Gordon. I still don't know how you came up with Sounds of Various Clips, but I like it because it's caught on.
3: Well, see, here's what happened. I I got lost, you know, I just got lost.
0: In your house? Like physically? (laughs) You weren't here, were you?
3: No, I was here.
0: You went somewhere. I don't know somewhere. where
3: I was when I came up with that, but uh, no. anyway.
0: No, just now. You're putting on the headset.
3: No, I just put move the microphone down. It was because it was up. You above. went
0: to get a snack again, didn't
3: you? No, no, I didn't. Didn't you? I took, I took a sip of water right here, and so I moved the microphone up and put it back down.
1: Man. That that promo does make me laugh. By the way, <laughs> the that one where Gordon stopped for a snack on his way back to the show. That does Do you remember
0: laugh. that, Gordon? You went to ask Lisa to verify something, and. And she wasn't home, but you came back with a mouthful of M and M's.
3: I uh, that might have happened, allegedly.
1: No, it happened. We have we have the tape of it,
3: and you were like, wait, "We, nom, nom,
1: nom, what, nom, what, nom. Wait, we can we hear you that? eating the snack." It's in a promo. Oh. It was it oh, ran me, for like a week.
3: Let me let me hear it. I don't believe it unless I hear it. I don't believe that actually happened. Who would be so unprofessional as to do such a it thing?
0: It was the week of April 3rd last year, and this is what it <laughs> sounded like. Have you showed Lisa this story? No. Will you put the headset on her
3: and show her that story? <laughs> okay, now you be respectful while I'm gone, okay? Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey yeah. fellas. Gordon is back. Hi Gordon. Yeah, she's not here. I think she's on a walk or something. Now wait a minute, did you eat something? <laughs> I grabbed a snack on. The- you I didn't did go- <laughs> even go and look for. it. I saw a couple of M&Ms so I chucked them in my mouth and then I went to the other side of the house to look for. <laughs> you it. did not. You just went to the kitchen to
1: grab a snack. <laughs> it's
0: okay, isn't it? Sure, they're waiting on air for me, but heck, I'm oh, hungry. Might as well, yeah, eat
1: some. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a snack. <laughs> Oh, guys, she, she wasn't here. She's not here. But good news is I made myself
0: a bologna sandwich. Mm. Doesn't taste as good as when someone else makes it
1: for or me. She makes it better, but she's not here. Like I said,
3: we've had that discussion. Sandwiches always taste no, better. No, we're when not someone going down that one. road. Not All going right. down never that mind. road today. Okay, never mind. I, okay, so you you confronted me with evidence that I didn't do indeed do that. I apologize to the listener. Look, when you're walking around, you're walking through, and you see a, a bowl of M and M's there. It's pretty hard not to grab, not to grab a handful. But that's then, all.
1: then you remind yourself, wait a minute, I'm on the radio.
3: <laughs> We're not at break. a <laughs> I, mean, I have to talk. It's <laughs>
1: awfully hard to talk.
3: It wasn't. Uh, I didn't hide that very well, did I?
1: No, no, didn't conceal it. Well, All speaking right. of not hiding <laughs> Yeah. Wrong. Right. Okay. So this is uh, this is sounds of various clips. This comes from Chris Mad Dog Russo, who used to be on with Mike Mike and the Mad Dog, that legendary New York sports show. But he now he's on XM Satellite Radio, and uh, he. So here's the thing. He. He's going to break. The mic stays up. It's it's also on camera, and the camera goes to a different screen, so he's not on screen with this when this happens. And then he had to address it the next day. You'll you'll get the gist. Here we go.
0: Lots to do. Louis Rojas is next. We continue here on Mad Dog and Lee. Back right after this. <laughs>
3: All right, now there's a little controversy. The uh, back after this, guys at Funhouse put that video out, thinking that that uh, was something other than a blowing my nose. Trust me when I tell you, yesterday was a rough day. Uh, thinking for whatever the reason, allergies. I don't know what it was, but I sneezed uh, all day long. And here's your proof on the sneezing. Watch. Lots to
0: do. Louis Rojas is next. We continue here on Mad Dog and Leash. Back right after this.
1: <laughs>
3: there you go. So everybody thinking that that maybe was something a little different was not. That was a blowing my nose. But I love Funhouse and I love Moses and I love Kumiati.
1: I don't believe you, Mr. Mad Dog.
3: You're a very un. Mis- you don't trust people. Very, well, now, you know.
1: now when he was, you know, saying that it wasn't that, and they showed the footage, it showed him on video blowing his nose. But you've seen like actor voiceover stuff. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think this yes. was something that was made after the fact. Like, okay, real quick, let me time up the the audio here and yes. pretend like I'm blowing my nose.
0: Especially listen to the second honk, as it were. <laughs> That sounds so <laughs> no, no. sound effect bored.
3: It's, things aren't always what they seem, though, guys. I, I don't know why you're so distrustful.
0: I mean, it, he's it's not. He because didn't go hopping out of church, farting in everyone's face on every hop. Yeah, the guy
1: farted on <laughs> national radio. He wants to save a little face. And, what are you talking about?
0: But And just say, yep, one snuck hey, out. Who hasn't a, had that happen? A little, oh, a little <laughs> sneaker. To, to make up a whole sketch. With a with a hanky and uh, and he's wearing the same clothes by the way, yeah. it was a uh, quite the production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just say yep, man. Uh, it funny. happened. It's all, all right. right. Yeah. The, the visa <laughs> fart. It's everywhere. I want to be. I'm sorry, you know. But yeah, I, it's okay. You let one loose. It's all right. <laughs>
3: Instead, I blew to,
0: my nose. We, we
1: had to of play one.
3: it and replay it five times just to underscore. The whole I was thing
0: sneezing all day yesterday, and uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who's t- whose
0: nose sounds like that? Wait, that could you have, have to been be a, a Teletubby a... <laughs> to for your nose to make that sound.
3: I I I want to believe him. You know, why? It been. You gotta have, have a kazoo you wanna...
0: in your nasal but passage. Why do you want to believe him?
3: Well, he could have been blowing his nose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Blow your nose right now, Gordon. Let's see how it sounds. It sounds like this. <laughs> not a.
1: See, I don't understand. Maybe this is the difference between uh, being a skeptic or not. Like, I remember in the playoffs, do you remember in the playoffs where Draymond Green blatantly kicked somebody in the beans? Was that the finals?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. He, he kicked uh, Stephen Adams in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, it was the first then, one. It was the
1: most blatant one where he was, like, kind of fading back a little bit and he just, yes. like let it loose. And I was talking to somebody at the time who, because his his explanation was something like, oh, I just didn't have control of my foot or something like that. And I was, I was talking to somebody at the time who was like, yeah, I mean, this happens all the time. And then you watch the video and he, like, sizes it up. He, like, looks... <laughs> And well, he, different he, phrase he, there. I he know. basically, you know, <laughs> points to what he's going to do, kicks the guy, and then... Hey, and, babe Ruth it, Right. And then after the game, he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't, it was a complete accident. I don't understand why why some people are just wired to give everybody the benefit of the doubt.
3: <laughs> Come on. That could have been a blown nose. Come on, guys. You don't know Fine. Why. Let's
0: say it was. The whole world... That went on the day on uh, on social media. Fun has Huge. thousands yeah. and millions of followers. Yeah. Everyone is accusing you and believing that you farted. It only you doth protest too much. Too much. If you come back yep. the next day with a skit of you blowing your nose. Just, just <laughs> even if it was. Even, even if it wasn't a fart, own it and make it funny. Make it part of the show. Don't say,
3: I don't fart. I don't make fart sounds. Just own it. I agree. But how would you like to be falsely accused? What if it really wasn't?
0: This isn't and, and kindergarten. Just move on I'll with your life. I'll live if I farted right now into the mic. We'd all have a good time with it. It'd live on forever. But I'm not going to be ostracized from the group at recess.
1: How dare you have a laugh at my expense? <laughs> I'm going to correct the record immediately.
0: Now, cut to the video we taped in the break.
1: (laughs) Just now. All right, stay tuned. We'll have Austin's List coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. Ah! This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280, The Zone. It's time for Austin's List. We usually do it at uh, 350. Uh, a couple times a week, but uh, we bumped it back today. So Never you Never f-
0: bump the nuts sports report. You 5
1: o'clock listeners get the, <laughs> the pleasure of listening to Austin's list. Austin has an enemies list, and we put names on that list all the time. Austin, who's going on there today?
0: You know, uh, I, I'm not putting them on the list for sure right now, but they this is their one and only warning. Whoever's in charge of making sure that only those who deserve it and are qualified for it get to sign up for a vaccine right now, do a better job, because over 7,000 people last week signed up, and uh, you saw this story, right? Yeah, Where, yeah, it was a glitch in the system or something. And look, they're dealing with a lot, and yeah. I'm so grateful that we have vaccines, but that seems 7,000 got through the gates that shouldn't have got through the gates. At least they caught it, but so that's just a warning. All right. Also, not going on the list, but uh, in the appendix of the list, uh, an obituary should be a certain length. And that length should be somewhere smaller or shorter than a page and a half. Uh, unless you've, like, cured cancer, you, you're not that important. Okay. Go ahead and put in your two inches on the, on the page if you need to. But a page and a half, right. and I've never heard of you, move it along here. If That's, you're
1: not the Pope, you don't get a page and a half. You better have yeah. done
0: something yeah. real good. Real good.
3: Wait a minute.
0: Really not going listen. on the list. Just saying, take it easy now. Because I read the thing. And it it seemed like a fine life, but it didn't really change anything for the rest of the world. Just a warning. There you go. But going on the list (laughs) is uh, an Acton, Massachusetts woman and whoever the judge is that gave her this quote-unquote sentence. So the woman goes on the list in the first place because... You know what, the Gordon, you know, tell us, remind us real quick. The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009, in layman's terms. <laughs> How did that one go?
3: Yeah, well, why don't you, uh, why don't you revisit that on your own, Well,
0: man? if you had certain things on your property, or as part of your business, like wind farms and gasification systems that convert <laughs> trash into electricity, you got tax-free grants for, you know, helping the environment be better and safer and cleaner. Well, this woman stole 50 Million dollars in tax-free grants by saying she had all this equipment and never had any of it. Hmm. Fifty million dollars. So that she goes on the list for doing that. The judge, guess what sentence she got for stealing fifty-five-zero million dollars of taxpayers' money? Community Outlaw. service. A year probation. Huh. That uh, that doesn't. I've had right. spankings that hurt worse <laughs> than a year probation. <laughs> All right, so Get sounds- out of here with that nonsense. If you steal $50 million from the government, you should be, probably disappear, be disappeared. That sh- that's what I want. I want either that or tar and feathering. Tar and feathering. What am I paying my taxes for <laughs> so this woman can go, I'm sorry, and then just move on her way? A you know, year in probation means don't do this again in the next year. After that year, she's free to do it again. <laughs> That's funny. So the 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 judge and her joined the list.
1: I'm surprised. You know what? I'm surprised this didn't come up in the not sports report, or I'm surprised this guy didn't go on the list. Did you see the story out of Tooele about the guy that stole his ex-girlfriend's dog and then set
0: it on fire?
3: Yeah, no. I wanted to. I
0: wanted
1: to.
3: That, That's too cruel. I'm not, the, the not sports report is about uplifting lives and making people chuckle. And, Have you
1: seen
0: the pictures? Uh-huh. Oh. Hey, what if the girlfriend was a real piece of work? She wasn't. Watch the news tonight. Do they interview the and girlfriend? And not even if she were.
1: <laughs> I know, that was kind of a joke. So,
0: so, yeah, I saw that story and wanted to, you know, have some yucks here at the end of the hour instead. Let's I just couldn't believe it. Up. You just don't see that all the time. I was actually shocked it wasn't the Not Sports Report. <laughs> shocked. Not Sports Report. Seems a little extreme.
3: Sounds like a downer to me.
0: I mean, it's no donkey being fed to a tiger at a five-year-old's <laughs> birthday in Mexico, but... A real story again. That's, that's a real downer. So fifty mil, huh?
3: Yeah, five zero, comma zero zero zero. Th- comma got to keep zero, the Austin. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there must have been some extenuating circumstances. There's not.
0: That was the whole thing. What I just told you. That's the whole story. Wow. She said she she used someone else's name to apply for these, and that person apparently knew about it too, but pled not guilty. This woman took the plea deal. So I guess uh, that's who should go on is the prosecutor for giving her a pre- sweetheart deal a plea deal of one year's probation. Hmm. Come on. Fifty
1: million bucks seems
0: like a lot. Uh, and no, my parents didn't spank me. I was just making that
3: as a joke. Spank it said, you spank, it you, think, you the, think it spanked this child?
0: I don't think I ever one time did. No. No, I don't think so. I deserved it. Multiple times. <laughs> probably deserved a year's <laughs> probation. A lot. Of it. Hmm.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> there you go. That's Austin's list. Uh, we put uh, people on that list every uh, a couple times a week.
0: You go think about what you did. We'll have more Big Show
1: <laughs> coming up, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. wrap it up a big show Gordon Monson Jake Scott 975 and 1280 the zone no jazz game tonight jazz philly coming up tomorrow gordon and then an all-star break it goes for over a week man that's going to be nice
3: <laughs> what? are you projecting your uh, work schedule onto our listeners
1: uh well yeah i am talking about me not our listeners <laughs> i am I'm talking about me. Uh, no, I, I think actually some rest we, we talked a little bit about this with bowler today. I, I think this team actually a break could do do them some good.
3: Probably true for every team, but uh, that's why I think this game tomorrow night is important for them to finish on a strong note and not not because uh, I think it's healthy for them to go to break uh, fat headed or anything just to have some positive some positivity reestablished. Uh, so they can think uh, positive thoughts over the time. Because they lose two straight into the break. A team that hasn't lost much this season, I think that's going to bother them. And, and it, well, maybe some people think that's a good thing. but
1: uh, Yeah, I don't know I, if that matters to me all that much.
3: Yeah, I I think it would matter, but uh, I could be wrong on that.
1: I, did, I just don't know. I think they've had plenty of success to feel good about themselves going into a break. I, I think the lost focus thing is real. I think that's what we saw last night. Is they lost, they lost their edge. They lost their bite. I mean, what cliche most effectively illustrates what I'm trying to talk about here?
3: Well, I thought that was interesting. Uh, our conversation with Bowler because I, I just said, well, all the teams get tired, right? But I wonder if the the uh, strain on the Jazz has been a little more intense. Because of the, the great success they've had. I I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. But, uh, you know, they've had to maintain uh, what they started, and they did that successfully. But that's why I think it's important for them not to drop the ball now. You know, finish strong.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, Okay. I, I think they've already uh, – they've just come through a bunch of games It's extremely hard. I just I, – I don't know. It's We expect, you know, the Jerry Sloan mentality, and I, I get it. You know, it was Jerry's mantra, you know, show up for work, give it your best. You're putting on that uniform, expect 100%. You know, I, I understand all that stuff, except for, you know, reality works a little bit different. It's one mm-hmm. thing to strive for that sort of thing. It's another thing for it <laughs> you actually to do it.
3: Yeah, no doubt about and that. So, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so I just – Maybe a little refocus, maybe a little break, regardless of who wins the Philly game coming up tomorrow night. Certainly don't want to see them mail, mail it in, but I just thought they lost a little bit of their edge against New Orleans. That was
3: the biggest takeaway but, but from me. But think about game. how good they'd feel if they beat a team like that right now after having a couple of struggles. Like that? You, know? you mean the same yeah, team like they that. just
1: beat a week and a half ago? <laughs> oh,
3: like that? Yes. <laughs> if they beat them make two them w- times in a week? If they beat yeah, them yeah, again. Can, uh, can can not just once,
1: but twice. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. Like that? But anyway, it should be interesting. We'll see if Joel Embiid actually plays uh, coming up tomorrow Come night. Come on. Uh, Gordon, you enjoy your evening, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: You too, Jake. Uh, rest up for another rough night tomorrow night.
1: Right? It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.